We here at the Board Game Snobs have an important announcement. A statement, rather. Uh-oh. We are staunchly against plagiarism. Uh, yeah! But let's call it what it really is. Darth plagiarism. Master of <laughs> and betrayed by Darth Sidious. You know that? That's Plagueis. Plagueis. The Sith do Plagueis. Oh, Lord. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Hey, everybody. Need you to shut up and sit down here. As we welcome everybody to the Board Game Snobs podcast, we're going to be a little bit topical this particular episode. We're going to talk about well, some. Let me put th- on one of my mini hats. Yep. Oh, yes. It's a fine, fine fedora you have on there, Thank brightly you. colored, brightly colored. We're going to talk about something topical that is play. You, you see, like analgesic cream. Yes. <laughs> that's actually- <laughs> what? No, that's good. Thank that's you. good. That's Thank good. Neil Sport. Thank you. Uh, Sponsor this podcast, Neil Sport. Plagiarism. We're going to talk about uh, plagiarism. We're going to get topical. I don't like to get topical. I like to get, get serious. Topical. I like to, I, I like I to s- superficial. I like to stir it up. I like to get some salt in that <laughs> room. Uh, Before forget. It's really topical. It's been like a month now. It was July the 3rd. Okay. That's pretty close to it's a month. It's almost a month. But this is important. First off, this is the Board Game Stop podcast. This is a podcast about board games, but every once in a while we do talk about other things. My name's Jerry, and my co-host slash... What are you? I'm Gobby. Yes, Gobby. I'm a human. Human. So this particular episode is about board games, but we're going to talk about something that is going on in the board game community, or actually started about a month ago, or was exposed. That is blatant plagiarism of the highest order. So just in case you didn't know, because quite frankly, I didn't know, because I don't watch or listen to a lot of reviewers. Jerry, what is plagiarism? <laughs> what do we do to Mr. Rogers? So they're like, hello, hey, children. You just assume people know what that word means. Aren't you being my neighbor? They might think it's the word of the day. Is plagiarism. Plagiarism. The practice of taking someone else's work or ideas and passing them off as one's own. Thank you, Gobby. Okay, well, then. Um, that looks really good with Tom Hanks, by the way. I'm going to watch that. Which one? The, the Mr. Rogers. Rem- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're plagiarizing Mr. Rogers' life. Well, no, they're letting... That's different. And Tom is acting like that's his life. No, Tom. Tom can act like it's anybody's yeah, I must life. confess, I plagiarized a lot in high school. What did you plagiarize? People's answers. You cheated. What? What? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. That's plagiarism, right? Uh, I was I was homeschooled. So I didn't know nobody, <laughs> there was nobody to plagiarize or to cheat. I mean, if you copy somebody's answers, that's plagiarism. Uh, I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, Close enough. Okay. But there was a particular Go on. Sorry. a particular I guess we'll call them reviewer media person. Basically, this individual was copy and pasting reviews off of Board Game Geek and utilizing it on her own blog and has for a long time. This was exposed she set down her website, her punchboard media, the people who uh, she wrote for, of course, uh, cut ties with her, yada, yada, yada. Uh, 
And I kind of kicked back to just watch what happened because I didn't know who this person was. Like, I didn't particularly know who she I had to ask Gobby. Gobby knew her. I followed her on Twitter for a while, but... I just... Anyway. You know, some people like well, lots of drama. And, like, there was always drama surrounding. So I just kind of quit following. I noticed that once I've taken over the Twitter, I have found that many people create drama. They are board game people. And they're known for being reviewers and other things of that nature in relationships to board games, but they utilize their Twitter and their social media accounts for other things and tend to create drama and talk about things. I just like to have related. fun. We like to have fun here. That's what we're about. Right. So we don't talk about that stuff, except when we have topical episodes such as these. Oh, gosh. So I kicked back, didn't say anything, wanted to see what happened. So it's been a month. And strangely enough, this has all kind of just been swept under the rug. And nobody's really focused on it or outraged about it anymore. It was the hot topic for all of about three or four days. And now it's gone on. I think that's interesting. Must be nice. It must be nice. Do you remember Brian Williams? Yes. Okay. Where is Brian Williams? Is he still a thing? Is he back on TV? I couldn't tell you, but I know he's not where he once was. No, he was not. He is not. So... It's interesting that as somebody who is involved in, and thank God we're not reviewers, uh, when people who are involved in any type of media plagiarize or outright lie or do something, there are actions to their, there are consequences to their actions. Whereas with some, it seemed like they have a free pass. Like they do something, it's exposed, it's talked about, and then some time goes by and they're right back to what they were doing. So... Should that person ever have anything to do with the board game media? What do you want to call this? Not institution or I don't know. But anyways. Board gaming. So that's, I just find it interesting to see how certain social groups react when things happen. Thankfully, nobody's ever going, we don't have to worry about being plagiarized. We never say anything worth repeating. No. Nor do we write anything worth copying. No. Ah, so. We may hear our uh, intro somewhere else, though. Yeah, there's I've listened to a lot of podcasts, but they don't include our puns. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, Did you get that? Huh? Did you get that joke? Oh, yes. That's a good one. Actually, I didn't when you first said it. Okay, but when you asked me, did I get it? Then I got it. Uh, One thing I kind of that irritates me. Okay, this one irritates me. What irritates you? Is when people are very, very sorry, Mm. very sorry. I'm, what? Always, I'm always sorry. What? <laughs> no. Once they've been busted. Oh, yeah. If you catch me, I'm super sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my man. Bad. Oh. I'm sorry. I did this terrible thing because I'm caught. Yeah. Would that, okay. So, you know, if this had been going on for some time and uh, then of their own free will and volition, they say, you know what? Hey, guys. My bad. I kind of been doing this. I'm kind of been cheating. Yeah. I mean, that's different. That but it's like, bad. no, you were caught. Uh, I, it, and then uh, suddenly they feel bad. It's like, well, how am I to take that? How can you be? <laughs> sin- how do you gauge sincerity upon just someone being caught? Uh, I don't think you can. Not for, you a, can. for a large part. That, it would be a breath of fresh air if someone would be somebody like, I'm not sorry. Got caught. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey. 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 I was making a pretty good living. <laughs> so y'all had to go mess it up. <laughs> Those darn kids. <laughs> Those darn kids. <laughs> Those darn kids. I would have got away with it too. Whatever that darn kids. 
Well, well, I mean, this is my idea. Okay. Don't you wish you had a van and a dog and, and you could go solve mysteries? How do you know I don't? You don't have a dog. You have a cat. Well, and you don't she have goes a van, with me. And Pasha, you can't even figure out. Pasha takes me. She <laughs> goes, meow. To uh, those that are guilty. Um, Pasha's your cat, by the way. I, I know that. I know, but people don't know oh. that. <laughs> We're actually being <laughs> recorded right oh. now. There's like tens of people that will is listen this to this and wonder who Pasha is. All right, we done talking about plagiarism? I don't want to talk done? about plagiarism more. I want to talk about... So, uh, no, so what are your... You, you got to have some sort of conclusion. Uh, I don't like plagiarism. <laughs> the conclusion of the matter is here, here, all right. we are anti-plagiarism. No, no, no. Here's my conclusion of the matter. Number one. The conclusion of the matter. I think that people often get tied up with content creators like i've i since the past year i've probably watched more youtube and twitter and facebook just because of being involved with the podcast and i don't generally do those things right so looking at what people produce especially on instagram people taking pictures people posting stuff about themselves and twitter and throwing their thoughts out there everybody is just tied up with content creators and people who are influencers and i think that it's Often everybody's trying to be somebody. Everybody's trying to be somebody, and as are we. Once we get big enough, oh yeah. Once we send get, us your money, yeah, yeah. It's just, just go ahead, go ahead and Western. What's that? Uh, what's that? It, Western Union. Western Union. Us. Uh, uh, but no, I just think that everybody is trying to produce content. Everybody's trying to do things. Everybody's trying to one up each other, and I hate content creators. <laughs> I just, I just, that's what I've come to find. I don't. I'm glad. Now that there's good ones. There are some good ones, but the good ones produce things that are valuable. For instance, I'm glad you brought this up. Let me whip out my Amazon box and get this going. <laughs> go ahead. I like Rodney Smith. There you go. I have met Rodney. What Smith. he does is what he does is a value. I I love watch it played. If you are a YouTuber or anybody like that and you do how John to, gets games. John gets games. They show playthroughs and no how to play. No pun included. Games. Excellent reviews. May not always agree. Don't agree. But the way they break them down. I enjoy Let's just name off the people we do like. There's not that many. <laughs> well, I hear now here's something. Here's something that I will say. I enjoy when somebody creates content that is useful or is thought provoking there is not that many people out there See, who actually you're, they, you're different than me i don't want my thoughts to be provoked i just want to be entertained well i'm going to throw this out here i'm going to throw this just out give here. me maximus decimus meridius and i will be entertained one of our one of our uh listeners forgive me i can't remember if it was peter or paul <laughs> well one of the other apostles <laughs> can't remember i inter see i interact with Don't our fans Mary. sometimes but somebody sent us a link about written reviews there is this we website called space oh, biff yeah, 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 space yeah. biff by dan throat throat i don't know how to say his name but dan writes uh for spacebiff.com it is his own website and he writes reviews for board games he has some of the most the just well-written, verbose, clear reviews of board games I have ever read. And it's because the way he reviews games, he doesn't do the talk about the mechanics, talk about the mechanics. He talks no. about the, the almost like the theory behind the game and how you enjoy it. Like this, th He breaks it down into, this is why you would enjoy this game. And I can read his stuff and go, okay, I would enjoy this game. If you want to hear, hear something funny, you want to read something funny, just read his review of Gen 7. Really? Oh, yeah. He does, he like, 
everybody he knows nobody reads this stuff the few they look at it they skip down to the last paragraph i did the same thing i skipped down the last paragraph and his gen 7 review is like oh it's a great game you should spend by it right now and then the paragraph right behind it says i'm going to put something very snarky at the end of this so so if you're the type to skip down this is a terrible game and and it was i just that warmed my heart that warmed my heart that was that was great that's a jerry Uh, move that was a jerry move dan we're soulmates uh but yeah, he has a Patreon, and he has this little thing called "Was it coffee?" Like you, like it's like you. It's like, I, I saw that. I don't even know what that it's is. It's like you give him three bucks, like you buy him a cup of coffee. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how that works. I, you just you pay pal and money. I don't support that many people unless I enjoy their content, like watch it play, right. something of that nature. This guy, boom, loved it. Did you send him yes. a cup of coffee? Yes. Really? Because I I sat and what about re- me. I, I some coffee. I brought you some Glidden Livet. <laughs> oh, who's in that to us? Uh, that was uh oh Fantasy oh, Ranch. Fantasy Ranch, which is a great name for a board game, and although it does sound kind of adult, <laughs> has nothing to do I with. I think the that's money. in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it might be in the Nevada area. No, it's Arizona. Oh, okay. I think. I think. I think. Don't let me forget to talk about fantasy okay. here in a minute because you, you sidetracked me. But I love this guy's website, Space Biff. Dan. Dan. Throat. Throat. Don't know how to pronounce your name. Doesn't matter. Excellent. I think the way that we get away from influencers and people who are just utilizing their platform to try to get attention. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Right. The shallow is by highlighting the quality people who are actually doing something for the hobby. Dan is doing something for the hobby. Rodney Smith is doing something for the hobby. Uh, there there are just many content creators. If you're a content creator and you're out there making YouTube channels of how to play certain games, you're doing yes, you, you're doing a good thing for the community. Yeah, we aren't doing a really. What good, are we doing? We're, we're we are we are the. <laughs> Why should they listen to us? We are the dregs of the of the podcast. <laughs> I was like, we are in. I would say we. <laughs> no, I, see, I can't even talk. Well, this is why. I don't consider us a board game podcast. We're not, we, are we? We barely touch on those things. We talk about board games. But I think just being entertained is worthy because that, there are very few. Board Game Barrage is a new po- newer podcast. Uh-huh. I enjoy listening to them. I will listen to Summer Secret Cabal, but three hours I can't hardly do sometimes. And they go like really in depth into how the and game works. And I don't works. agree with anything they say. Go ahead. And they do like a lot of stuff I don't like, but still, I appreciate what they do. They love. Star Wars Outer Rim. Go okay, ahead, sir. Well, uh, but I like listening to their some of their. Ch- okay, it doesn't matter. I <laughs> like listening to us because I think we're genuine. <laughs> I like listening to us. That's what I like. I'll listen I to like our podcast. I like listening to us, and that's what we're, uh, like. we're genuine people. Also, very topical. Okay, Katy Perry loses her dark horse trial. The jury says that was a complete, uh, not a complete, but her dark horse song ripped off a Christian rapper named Flame. I listen to both those songs. And this is very difficult to me from in music. Uh-huh. It might have like a similar tone, just like a tone. Like in the song, there's this beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And they use that beep in the next song. Mm-hmm. But everything else is different to me. So how is that? I don't understand how they, I know music's a whole different thing, but like she got a, she lost this by this jury. I think they're going to try and take it somewhere Who's else. Katy Perry. How dear! No, I'm you. serious. You, you, I, I know you don't know who Katy. I, no, 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 no. Don't don't berate me for this. The I'm name sounds familiar. It, name I, a song. Uh, Firework, Dark Horse. I'll know it. She sang like the she sang the song for the Summer Olympics a couple Which Olympics ago. Is she the know. one that kissed the girl and liked it? Left Shark. 
The shark. The shark. The, the Super shark. Bowl. The Super I love Bowl. the shark. I love the shark. That was Katie That Perry. was a good one. She didn't jump the shark. That shark was good. I like, I I like the shark. I mean, she's pop, straight pop stuff. Okay. And again, I don't particularly care for that. All right, let's go to Fantasy Ranch. No, let's go to Star Wars Outer Rim. Then we'll do Fantasy okay, Ranch. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready for this review, actually. <laughs> you know what I did? I wrote stuff down. Uh, throw that out. We don't want to change that. We normally do things. <laughs> I wrote this. Wait. Would I've you lo- like some more scotch? I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Uh, well, you look for it. I'll describe the game. No, no, no. I'm going to describe this game. Okay. Yeah, that's I'll, right. Let me kick back with my sniffer here. Go Star ahead. Wars Outer Rim. You want me? I don't know all the details of it. I should have wrote them Fa- down. Fantasy Flight. It's a Fantasy Flight game. It Not is to be a mistaken. Pick up fa- and deliver game. Not to be mistaken. Fantasy Ranch. Go Not ahead. for Fantasy Ranch. It is a Fantasy Flight game involving various characters throughout the Star Wars universe, from Han to Jyn Erso. I didn't actually look to see if they were all within a timeline. Jyn Erso was a little before. Uh, I didn't see anybody like new. Like IG-88, Lando, Bosk. It's got all these characters you can choose from. Each character has an ability. You pick your character. You pick your ship. Keep flying. Keep flying. (laughs) I'm glad you remember that. I was trying to think of it. I couldn't think of it. (laughs) Saved you. There are 11 planets in the outer rim of this game. Mm -hmm. You have a certain amount of moves, a certain amount of battle, a certain amount of health slash defense. The crux of the game is cargo, bounty, and jobs. You're going to go to a planet, get a job, get a cargo, get a bounty, take that to another planet, drop it off, gain fame. <laughs> That's the game. This is literally, this game is literally us thinking, it's a Star Wars Uber. It's like, it's <laughs> it like is. go pick this person up, transport them to over here. As long as you're on a planet. Five stars, please. <laughs> as long as you're on a planet. Don't you can get my ride. You can buy from a marketplace. <laughs> You can mod yourself up to make you more battle worthy, which I, there's very few bad. I mean, you could bounty. There's hardly any player interaction. There's like one or two cars that enable you to fight each other. I'm going to reskin this game as Uber the game. <laughs> so like instead of instead of uh, ships, it's just going to be like a Corolla. There you <laughs> go. Got a car. Got a ship you got to upgrade for. Oh, I'm driving a Dodge. Why is, uh, poor Lyft. It's been left behind. I like the name Lyft better than Uber. I don't even know. I, well, Uber is like super, right? Yeah, but that lift sounds. Well, then why? That kind of lost well, me. Well, when you do it with a Y, because people said, I need a lift. I need but, a lift. And you say, why? Yeah, because. I don't know. It's but I'm thing. here for you. Well, like, well, I, I drink need, too I, much. Give me That's my why I need a lift. I need my Uber. <laughs> yes. Like, Uber, that sounds weird. Yeah. Okay. You're getting me off track. I'm sorry. The rails have reversed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm plagiarizing you. I'm plagiarizing you. Allow me to gesticulate while you speak. Go you ahead. have character goals. <laughs> like for Han Solo, he needs a ship. Uh, you start off with a ship that's worth zero. He needs a ship that's worth 15,000 credits a or more. junk. Yes. Uh, some of your ships have goals. Well, I think all your ships have a goal. How can a ship have a goal? It's got a goal. It's, it's got it's something it's to strive to. Sentient. So your character has a go, your ship has a go, you meet those goals, you try to get up to 10 points, that's your base game, you can go up to 12 points. points. Fame points. points. A victory point, fame points, it's all the same thing. No, 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 fame. Uh, You have reputation tracks, four reputation tracks, Hut, Syndicate, Rebel, Imperial. Mm -hmm. Some of your guys will start off with positive or negative of those, and those will interact with the patrols that are also on the board. There's four patrols, each of those uh, I just mentioned, Hut, Syndicate, 
Imperial right. Rebel. If you run into those patrols with a negative reputation, you will have to fight them. If you run into those patrols with a neutral reputation, you just have to stop while they, they ask for your papers. If you have positive reputation, you can move right through them. There's also the Maelstrom right by the Kessel, mm. the Kessel planet. Yes. So if you go, you can't go through the Maelstrom. You have to stop, just I like in Solo the movie. Watch Solo the movie. What do you think? It's a horrible, horrible. It, but still, I wish when, there would have been. When you first watched it, you said you liked it. I did like it. I it wish, is not horrible. I wish there was be a You've made me mad. sequel. Why? It is not horrible. I, the writing in it so bad, so bad. I like Woody. Who watches Star Wars for the writing? I do. I do. I do a lot. Oh, what fantastic lyrical prose did you love from the original trilogy? Yoda. Yoda was always like dropping the lines, but he would say everything that you want to say, but he'd say it in reverse. And plus, <laughs> so genius. <laughs> I mean, that's genius. Ingenious, genius, that is. The genius, that is. Mm. And then you've got, oh, uh, uh, I know, that's literally, like, literally, Yoda. Mm. That's great. That's all you need. That's that Ewan McGregor in the original. Hello there. Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> he was just great. I love, I love, uh, there's, there are good. Solo, it did not deserve the hate it got. It did not deserve the hate I it got. I really like, I, I went into that movie expecting to hate it. But it was decent. The uh, Is he Taryn Edgerton or Aaron Elgelfort or whatever? There's like three of those guys. Alden, Aaron Rich. There's Alden, like three Aaron of those Rich. guys. Alden, Aaron Rich. I, I was like, oh, this guy. He did all right. I think he's British even. Right. Maybe not that that matters. I know. How dare you? <laughs> Are you anti-British? <laughs> well, we ran them out, the Redcoats. I still view them as the Redcoats. <laughs> We no. didn't like them then. Why should we like them now? Well, I like London. I've been to London. It's nice. Oi. That's not how they sound. Could I? No, that's Australian. Oh, that's right. You're just ruining everything. Hey, No, you, the ba- lady from the lady. You have to cut all this out. You sounded my, very big. My, my fair lady. On the my rhine fair- and spine falls mainly on the plane. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she talked like that. Okay, but that's not indicative of all There's a lot. This is the deal. There's a lot of British English accents within england yeah there's a lot of accents down here in the south just like dialects dialects i hate those guys they always show up at the most inopportune times <laughs> on dr who, doctor who. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one Start about that. i don't know if that's where you're going i went where there um but anyway this game so, sucks uh, stop, okay, well, well, you got have, <laughs> have to get there i uh, get there gotta hurry so because I'm already You're there. trying to get the 10 fame points. And, uh, and this is the this is the part of the podcast I don't like where they explain the game. If I want to know how the game plays, I just go on YouTube and watch how watch it played. Nice observation. Or whatever. Uh, usually if it's a theme or a style of game, I'll be interested. If I want to know the exact details of the game, I have a hard time listening to podcasts describe a game. It irritates me. It does so, as well. I have talked through this game. You pick up, you deliver it. You might fight. You might fight patrols for vic- fame points. Me and Enrique played, and Jerry, uh, it was Very boring. dull. Very dull. Pick up and deliver. Uh, I played it solo twice. Very dull. Very dull. I, I played it, watching me it. and Deej. Very dull. The only time it even got exciting was like literally the last turn of the game where me and him were tied. He went for fame against this uh, patrol just to battle, to try and win a level Two or three patrol. He won on a die roll. That was out of the hour and a half that we played, or hour, however long it took. That was literally the most exciting part of the game. 
Otherwise, you're going to planet, pick this up, go over here, pick that up. Go over here, pick this up, go over there, pick that up. I mean, you could try and it once you got to know the game and know where the illegal cargo was, because that's the only cargo that gives you fame points Mm -hmm. is illegal cargo. You can might try and shorten the runs, like make sure you're not clear across the map and have to travel all the way to the other planet on the other side of the outer rim. But it is boring. I tried to I wanted so bad to like this game. I tried to like this game. It's still just blah. And caveat, we don't like pick up and deliver games. No. But we're always looking for the pick up and deliver game that will change our mind. For instance, Wasteland. to try. Wasteland Express. Ugh. Oh, did not like that. That game was uber popular when it came out. And actually, that was or the less one, popular. That was the one that I got uh, got kind of caught some flack on Facebook when I was trashing it. How dare you How dislike dare something? You? Oh, no, I can dislike whatever I want, especially something like Wasteland Express. Rainbows and flowers. With this Star Wars Outer Rim. The IP is used to catch your attention. It's obvious that Fantasy Flight is planning an expansion. You can tell with the cards. Uh, Yeah, because there's not many. There's not that many. You go through the content very quickly. This game is fifty bucks. It shouldn't be worth thirty. I mean, this is this is a overpriced game. You're paying for the IP. It's a simple pick up and deliver game. The Which so- I will say, the only reason I liked it somewhat was because it was Star Wars. Yeah, if that was generic, uh, any other generic theme had been done. Uh, I had Firefly the game, which is a pick up and deliver game. It's way better than this. I really? didn't. I didn't even keep it because no. I didn't like it. I don't really like pick up and deliver games, but it had way more theme, way more. It's suffered from the same problems. You go here, you get this, you go over there. Not a lot of player interactions, but it released expansions that allow you to interact with each other. What is each what other. is what is supposed to be exciting about pick up and deliver? I don't know. What is it? Uh, well, it's the same thing. You go here, pick this up. You have a, I mean, like literally, you take the shortest route to the, where you're supposed to drop it off at, and you drop it off <laughs> and get points. Is it just a race? I don't understand. I don't understand the draw of pick up and deliver. Let me let me use this analogy. Gordhead. Tomorrow, I believe. Your show comes in the theater. It might be tonight. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. What are you talking about? Yes. Gobby's a huge fan of this franchise called Fast and the Furious. Perhaps you've heard of it. I have watched the first one. That's about it. I do not like, nor does it thrill me in any way, shape, or form to see people operate a motor vehicle above the speed limit. <laughs> I don't, car chases don't thrill me. I don't understand why that's exciting. But Nas, baby, Nas. there's like eight different shows about people driving fastly and furiously. They're angry while they do it. And I don't, that does not excite me in one bit. I must assume that the people who like pickup and delivery like a nice, calm, go slow here, and happy. go this, and be productive. That's what this game is. The slow, slow and, and the happy. content. Yeah. Gone in 60 <laughs> minutes. Uh, it's just a... It's just a very sedate experience, but the IP would indicate that it wouldn't be. I mean, you would just assume that there would be more attached to it. This was a very poor game. It it was blah. And we get into games. I was playing music. I tried to get in the character. But even DJ was like, he said, what's Han doing with bounties? He said, Han's not a bounty guy. You never know. He's hauling cargo. He might go bounty He's not a bounty hunter. You never know. He wasn't thematic in that way. Oh, whatever. It just has these characters... 
has the planets. Uh, Star Wars slapped on it. It could have been, like you said, Uber and Lyft. As soon as I started seeing the cards and looking at the setup, I had a bad feeling about this. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just a, it's just one of those games that just fell flat. Think of one now. I know. (laughs) Use the force. Uh, That is just not. It, it, it's just very poor, and I would say pass. Matter of fact, I recently obtained Zaya. I attempted to teach Gobiet. I did a very poor job, and I would say that Zaya has way more potential in in relationship. Well, it to must have more potential because we'll go into Zaya in another podcast. But when he played Zaya, although we didn't really play it because it was like we just weren't getting it. Then we used to play the Star Wars, and I was like, "Oh, this is much easier." And then we played Star Wars and finished it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was." Not much. There's an effort. You have to put effort into a good game. Yeah. We didn't. Put, and Star Wars Outer Rim requires very little effort. No, Zaya is going to require you to. That is a positive, it. though. I mean, uh, if well, you like pick up and deliver, it's super easy to get into. It's super simple. So it's there very, it is. It's a very smooth mechanism game. If you're a diehard Star Wars fan that's going to buy anything that you like, pick that up they, and deliver. They slap Star Wars on. I got a game for you. Obviously, you're going to get this. If you're a pick up and deliver player, I would say literally buy any other pick up and deliver game. Mm. Like I think, even, I don't know. I don't know what they like. I mean, I think, yeah, the, just the Firefly game is even better than this. So what made it different? There wasn't. It's 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 almost everybody's comparing Zaya. I, when I looked on the forums, everyone's saying something about Zaya and comparing it to Star Wars Outer Rim. There is absolutely no comparison, none whatsoever. Yeah, comparing it There's with no comparing it with Firefly is much more accurate. Zaya's closer to a four X. Yeah, uh, Firefly. There is the planets are out there. It's one big board. You go to this planet, you buy this crew and stuff, and you get a mission. And the mission is go here or take this object here. Mm. I mean, you can upgrade your ship and put cargo on it and blah 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 blah. Much closer to the Firefly game. And I would recommend it. I would actually recommend the Firefly game over this Star Wars Outer Rim. Okay. If you're a fan of either one. So, board game snobs, not approved. Not approved. Star Wars Outer Rim, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Unless you love Star Wars and pick up and deliver. All uh, right. Well. Fantasy Ranch. Oh, I was finna end it. You're not going to finna okay, end it. Because me and Enrique had a game day. Well, you, to- go to get, you talk about Fantasy Ranch. I've never seen it. Yeah, unfortunately, Gobby has been. Oh, give me some more Jameson. Oh, uh, uh, what was that that you had me drinking? Jameson. No, no, no. I drank that other stuff. Was that Jameson? Yes. Black Barrel. Yes. Oh yeah, give me some more of that, please. Thank you, sir. Uh, me and Enrique had a game day. Enrique's not able to be here. Get feeling better, Enrique. And we played several games that had been all oh, we just been neglecting, such as Talon and Fantasy Ranch. Fantasy Ranch is a game that was sent to us very kindly by its designer. And I kind of, it just got put on the shelf and got neglected. It's a game about horse ranching, or is that a thing? Horse ranching? Horse ranches. Basically, you are obtaining horses, taking horses to a show, utilizing their skills to win said shows, getting tack and money out of that, buying more uh, properties for your ranch, buying more horses, etc., etc. The final victory point scoring tends to be something, uh, tends to be, uh, related to your winning the shows and set collection, the different types of forces that you have. So it, it's an interesting, interesting concept. Uh, there's, it even comes with a, uh, a not a children's version of the game, but yeah, it does. It, it's a very much a family game. 
The game is set up in several different levels, level one, two, and three. So you can add complexity to the base game to whatever uh, up to whatever level you want. We played the third and level with everything involved. And there were some things about it that I didn't like. Mainly, I don't like games that have a random... Uh, I call it a random deck. I used to talk very poorly about the networks and the network cards. Me and Gabby always just refer to this deck as the network deck. It's a deck that just adds twists to the game. And actually, this deck is called the Twist of Fate. And it's just cards that are laid out there that if you meet this objective, you get this card. I, it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't particularly like that random objectives being out there. I rather liked focusing mainly on what you're doing, which is actually rather interesting. The game kind of plays kind of like sort of like a viticulture almost. You have certain workers that you can use each round that give you certain powers, and then you take your action of whether you're going to buy horses from the sale or whether you're going to buy property and expand your property. You you expand your property so that you can have more types of horses. And of course, those certain areas that you purchase allow certain horses, certain color horses to be stored there. And so you're kind of building up your little farm and you're moving your horses around and then the show comes and then you select your best horse that's going to go to that show, the horse that matches that color and you roll a dice with its skills. And it and it, it's it's a simple way of checking to see if your horse is good enough and wins the show and then you get the reward. It's very much a family game. I played the kids' version with my uh, six-year-old and seven-year-old. They just called it the horse game, and they absolutely loved it. I even their had, enthusiasm was unbridled. Okay, thank you for that. Thank that's your one horse joke. Why the long face? Nope, one two horse jokes. We're not doing that. We're not making any horse jokes. I'll hoof it out of here. <laughs> no, uh, the You're my main man. The you, you every time you make a poor joke. I derails my train of thought because I have to process well, saddle it. up and f- <laughs> my kids mm. love this game. They're six and seven years old. We played the kids game. Enrique fell in love with this game for some reason. I think it's because mainly the cards, the artwork's very interesting on it because instead of actually having hand drawn artwork, it's basically just photos of horses and has the horses' names. And so you buy the certain horses. Didn't you say there's different levels? Did you discuss that? Yet? Yeah, yeah. We played the maxed out level. And so it, this is very much a family game. It very much looks and feels like a, not a Kickstarter, but it's obviously <laughs> a game not from a big time designer. There Did you say who was by? Hmm? Did you say who was I, by? I can't recall right now. This Go Jameson's ahead. killing me. I'll look it up. Uh, but you can buy it on Amazon. What's and it I, called? Fantasy Fantasy Ranch. Ranch. And it's it's obviously a labor of love by the designers to have made a game that's like thought out to where you can take away some of the complexity for the you know and have a lighter family game or kind of up it if people are a little more serious. Like I said, me and Enrique played it the maxed out third level, and Enrique liked it. Fantasy board games publisher designer Keisha Swanland and Anastasia Swanland. That's what I'm guessing. Artist Anastasia Swanland. There you go. Family affair. Family affair. And to me, that's an interesting thing to see. Uh, obviously, people who are into horses, and I guess I should have prefaced this, I have a phobia of, horse, phobia of horses. Like, I don't. I got bit by a horse one time. I've never been up on a horse. I can't f- fathom. I got bit by a horse. I can't fathom being up on a horse. My kids take riding lessons. Like, my kids go weekly, wear their helmets and all that stuff, and go wow, and ride. fancy. Yes, because... They love horses. 
And I'm okay with them being on a horse, but I don't even like being around a horse. And there's something very intimidating. Well, they're more mentally stable. There's something very intimidating seeing your six-year-old up on this massive horse, and it's just being guided by his whim. I don't know. I don't like that. But my wife assures me that it's okay and that it's safe. But what have you. Fantasy Ranch, obviously a game. They're big animals. They are big animals. It's a big animal. I've rode a horse. Roden. Roden? <laughs> Tell I, me about your ride. I've ridden a horse before. One time I rode a Shetland pony. <laughs> your feet would my feet were dragging the ground. <laughs> dragging the ground. How tall uh, are you? Six one. Okay, go ahead. But it was when I was a little bit thinner, so it wasn't too much. That poor weight pony. On horse. He was like, nay. Yeah, well, <laughs> it only cost me a couple bucks. Is, see, this is why. This is what happens. No, I'm serious. I paid to ride the horse. You paid. Where were you? Uh, Beaver's Bend, Oklahoma. Oh. It's a national park. You used to ride horses there. You just, just ride up. You just saw this miniature Howdy, horse and partner. thought, I think I'll ride that. Said, I'm going to ride you. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I like horses. Actually, the friend of mine used to raise race horses. And me and uh, this is when I was like 17. So I had I was not as aware of my own health as I am now. But <clears throat> I loved there is no rush like riding a horse and it being at full tilt run. I mean, that is like one of the biggest adrenaline ru- rushes Have I've ever had. Have you ridden a horse? Yes. Like that. We were full tilt running on them horses. Not gallop, not trot, not walking. We were running them things. And I was into it. We were racing. There was another girl. She was like a cowgirl. She was all into it. Like she knew how to, what she was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was holding on for dear life. <laughs> I just knew to stand up in the stirrup somewhat so I didn't get, you know, bounced around like crazy. But I loved it. Love riding a horse. Play. Now I wouldn't now. I wouldn't no, now because no, I'm way too big. No. If I fell off, it'd be <laughs> tremendous injury. <laughs> but uh, so you like this game? Yeah. Did it, you play all three levels? I, I did said not. Three I just levels. played the third level and I played the kids <clears throat> version. It actually comes with another board that's like a... I roll and move with some extra rules that I played with the kids, and they really liked it. Okay, well, Fantasy and, Ranch. You got kids? You I, like I, horses? I, Check it out. I know. And I, I, my kids are always wanting to play the horse game. And I'm always looking for a game that's like a family-level game, something that gets the kids kind of uh, interested. That This and the k- children's concept, the kids' concept game, yeah, they really like that. It's really good. Hmm. But Oh, man. Okay. You're, you're, you're wearing me out with this, Jameson. We gotta go. We need to stop. Okay. We need to rain it in. Rain it in. Go ahead and rain it in. End it for us. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hey, uh, if you haven't already, send us an email. I was looking back through our emails, like from our early days. There's been some folks we hadn't heard from in a while. If you haven't written to us in a while, check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. Tell us how you think we're doing. Um, we are going to review in future podcasts Zaya, as we mentioned. Western Legends, uh, is it a pick up and deliver? Yes. It can be. Um, and I do appreciate all of our Aussie friends correcting Gobby and oh, him about. I'm the, glad you said that. Sorry, the dangers. I'm sorry, the dangers. I'm sorry of Clohesse. Clohesse? You mean Troy? Troy. Yeah, I like Troy. Is that his first name, Clohesse? I don't know. I just call him Troy. Clohesse Troy. Okay, so when we talked about kangaroos, I was going to end it, but I got to read his email. We talked about ruse. 
And I was like shocked. And I was a little skeptical. But Clohesi Troy says about kangaroos in Australia, fellas, 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 you asked for some Aussie listeners to let you know if any of your facts about Australia mentioned in your latest episode were maybe a little questionable. Let me tell you, y'all are too funny to be insulting. Thank you, sir. But Crocodile Dundee and Lightning Jack have a lot to answer for. He says, I live in a country town 200 miles inland, so they don't have to worry too much about sharks, crocodiles, jellyfish. But yes, the kangaroo kangaroo threat is real. These can be savage. He sent us pictures of kangaroos fighting. Uh, he sent us a picture of Roger, and I remember that. Yeah, I remember this kangaroo. He's the, like jacked. The roided <laughs> like yeah. Yes. He says, and there's a reason the boxing kangaroo is one of our national sporting mascots. These bloody things can fight. When they rock back on their tails, their massive feet have been known to disembowel their foe. And then he included a nice picture of kangaroos kicking each other know, in the testicles. very nice. It's a very... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that is what's taking place what there. Doing. That roux is killing this other roux. That's amazing how they're using their tails for leverage. I just That's a nice picture. Uh, yeah. And so, yes, we are now frightened of both horses and kangaroos. Uh, I find interesting that he says the emu is even more of a pest. Emus are terrible. Um, he says, I live in that part of Australia most people look at and go, nope. He says, it's not small, about 12,000 people in my town. Uh, some other things. But he says, but as, oh, what he was going into here was interesting. He said, they can't move backwards. So Enrique was right. He kept saying, you got to get behind them. You got to get behind them. <laughs> and I was like, what is Enrique talking about? Enrique has strange amount of knowledge about the weirdest things. I wanted to bring this up just to let Troy know that after we got his email, I, of course, went around. I went around asking other people about their knowledge of kangaroos and someone who we've had on the podcast before, John, who is a oh, yeah. purveyor of all things oh, knowledgeable, yeah. proceeded to tell me about his knowledge of kangaroo and then go get his boomerang. We went out to the lake and attempted to throw a boomerang. Quite a lot of skill is required. Oh, yeah. It's not as easy as it looks. He said, he said they're real bad about getting hit on the road. Yeah. You know, we hit deer around here. He says it's not unusual to see at least a dozen of these dead on the side of the road at the worst times of the year. Good grief. But as bad as they are, emus are a whole lot more terrifying. But that's another story for another time. It made me think. They, they look like cassowaries. It says cheers, Troy. So I'm not sure. I'll just go with Troy. It's Troy. Troy, thanks for writing in. If you haven't written in a while, please let please write in to us. I love emails. Yes, he does. It, it encourages me to keep going. We'll be back. Hey, Chris. He hasn't written in a while. Chris who? Oh, snap. How's that make you feel, Chris? Soul Train? No. From BGG. Oh, you mean Captain America? Yes. No, we text all the time. Are you serious? Yeah, me and him. We keep well, up with I haven't each been other. getting that. He doesn't like you. How dare you? He says, you know what? Yeah, Forget uh, you, Chris. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. Write us a review on uh, Apple. Tell your friends to give us a listen. And your enemies. We need dim downloads. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Gabby. Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.